Welcome to The Planet, the podcast for L-Word fans. I'm Aunt Sally, and this is my lover, Casey. This week we'll be discussing Season 5, Episode 4. Don't say your lover. <laughs> I know you're joking, but... Plus, what if that's someone's first time listening to the podcast? They're going to be like, oh, it's some fucking dyke and her lover. <laughs> Who says that? I've never... No one ever says that unless they're like really old gay guys in P-Town or they're in a movie or on TV. I've never heard a man say that. Only like older women, I think. I don't know. I don't like the sound of it. What's sexier? Being called someone's lover or being called someone's domestic partner? You know, I was just thinking about this the other day because of our issues. <laughs> you look genuinely confused right now, Elka. <laughs> Our housing issue. Well, like we may have to move to Santa Fe. Yeah. Well, the people in Santa, Santa Fe is very gay friendly. And so the people who live there, everyone calls their whatever their partner. Mm -hmm. The more politically correct an environment you live in, the more politically correct the terminology, I think. What do you say? You say girlfriend? Yeah, but I feel weird saying that sometimes i just say your name and make people figure it out which probably isn't the kindest thing to do well a lot of the time i do this thing where i pretend that i think the person already knows you and knows about it and i talk about oh us yeah as if <laughs> but really i know that they have no idea who this person is that i'm like oh i think me and casey are gonna blah 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 this weekend so I you're just... giving them an opportunity to figure it out without awkwardness being involved well, actually, what I'm doing is just, like, skipping the awkwardness on my own side and just, like, hmm. possibly could be a little bit lazy. I think it has to do with how long you've been with someone, how old you are, and where you live. And that's it. Those are the determining factors. Where are I'm, you going? The refrigerator's making noise. I was going <laughs> to... I can't. All right, I'll just You are tethered on. to the computer. <laughs> Why don't you get a beer while you're there? Did you just slide across the floor, you eight-year-old? What did you just say? You said pretend. What? You just said pretend. Well, let's pretend that I didn't. Instead of pretend. This week we'll be discussing episode four of season five. Let's get this party started. Shall we? What's that from? Is that a song? It's all kinds of stuff. Let's get this party started! All I can think of is Las Vegas for some reason. Well... I think it's a song or DJs say it or some shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, before we start, I just wanted to observe that this is the fourth episode out of 12, which means the season is already 33 and a third percent over. What's your point? No, it's going by really fast. I feel like we just started. Oh, I wonder why it's going by so fast for you, Elka. Maybe because you haven't edited anything. Maybe hey. because you're busy with your little nine to fiver job or... In your case, nine to nine or I'm a busy, busy bunny killer. My brother sent me a text message today and all it said was, I wouldn't want a truck full of dead bunnies either. I'm surprised that he wouldn't. I know. He seems like the type that you'd have to ask him to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode begins with the casting of the main character of Les Girls. Or Lay Girls. I liked the first one. I didn't really like any of them, but apparently they're going to be going with Nikki Stevens over Natalie Portman, <laughs> the recently outed, or possible, she thinks it's possible that she may be gay. I think she just wishes that she were. I wish she were too. Get in line, people. <laughs> Get in line. She's like, I would consider having a lesbian relationship. In any case, 
Natalie Portman's out and Nikki Stevens is in. The studio loves her. Jenny hates her because she looks like she was in Maxim Magazine. Which is funny because Mia Kirshner was in Maxim Magazine. Because she's a little hottie. Okay, she freaks out. She spits gum onto the table. What's up with Jenny suddenly like? She spits like a llama. <laughs> it's the Nicorette gum. I love it. I didn't think that she could get any more obnoxious, and now she just randomly spits at people. <laughs> she spit her Nicorette onto the table and onto her own bed, I think, at On one her own later. Carpet of her bedroom. <laughs> I love her so much. Every single line that comes out of Jenny's mouth is pure gold. I love her. I love the way she says everything. She's still, like, seriously my favorite character. Her bitchy little facial expressions. <laughs> She's adorable in that she's a total cunt. Her haircut is making her look a little bit like a grown-up Emily Strange. She's always kind of looked like that. So she spits the gum out and then she tells the guy he has a small dick. And then he's like, how did she know? Damn it. And that is the first time I realized that Tina may be onto something with this whole Adele is weird thing. She was acting super weird. She's weird. Adele? Yeah. She's an evil mastermind. Something weird is up with her. We'll they to... show her like peeking around the corner, looking all sinister. <laughs> <laughs> it's really strange. And where do you even get glasses like that? Seriously? You know how you, when you're done with your glasses, you give them to the charity and there's uh -huh. like a big box of glasses and you look in there and you're like, okay, mine are the coolest fucking glasses in here. <laughs> Where did these glasses come from? Her glasses are worse than the free glasses in the free glasses box. You didn't notice them? I may possibly have had those exact glasses <laughs> when I was in fifth grade. No, you didn't. Okay, mine were probably worse, to be honest. Did you have anything else to say about Adele's glasses? They're disgusting and I can't wait until she goes glasses shopping with Alice. Oh, <laughs> Alice's glasses also don't fit her, but they look cute that way. They're so cute. Well, if you look closely, Alice's glasses don't fit her properly, but they still look cute, so it doesn't matter. They're obviously a prop. You think? I bet Leisha has glasses. I think she probably has glasses that are as cool, if not cooler than those, but uh, those are not hers. You can tell. They're prop glasses. Although her eyes do look bigger when she wears them. Hmm. I'd be interested in knowing. Leisha? Give me a call. We need to know. Fill in the blanks. We move on to self-defense class. Have you ever been to a self-defense class? You seem like the type of woman, gal, who may have gone to one. <laughs> I took karate in college. Okay. I'm not really much of a self-defense girl. I'm more of a scream and run away girl. The self-defense class gives us a really good opportunity to take a look at Leisha Haley's slow process of tattoo removal. What? You know she has that super yes. gay, gay in the bad way, rainbow yes. star what? thing going around rainbow her upper star. arm. Rainbow star. It's like stars going around her arm, but they're in a rainbow. Oh, I didn't notice the rainbow part, but right. yes, it's hideous. And she's, I think we talked about it in our first season of podcasting, and she's had that tattoo since she was in the Murmurs in the early 90s, and it looks like she's had it since the early 90s. Uh-huh. Well, she's obviously getting it removed, and it's all scarred and bizarre looking right now. I completely didn't notice at all are they going like from the inner arm out i don't know what they're doing but it just is all like pink and irritated looking but oh, wow. it's still totally there's something on her arm it's just no longer as defined it's weird there's pictures on the internet you can get a better look 
Of course there are. <laughs> Obsessed lesbians. There's probably like the progression of freckles and moles of Leisha Haley. And it's just like, she has a new freckle this week, folks. <laughs> that sounds so cute. I'm like, I would totally bookmark that. Oh my God. See? <laughs> Lesbian. That trainer. Hot. She was hot. She was giving off that dewy vibe. Oh. Out of the group, who do you think hits the most like a girl? Jenny. No. She's like, no, pow. She hits like sideways. Like her elbow hits the thing because she doesn't want to punch <laughs> anything because she's so fragile. And then everybody basically gets to expend some of their negative energy by screaming no, supposedly at their attacker. But Bet's really screaming no to the fact that Tina slept with her girl on the first date. And Jenny's screaming no because Nikki Stevens is going to be cast in the role and Shane is screaming no because she's sexually frustrated and she's staring at the trainer's boobs much <laughs> as Elka would. She was gawking like you do. I do not. That totally reminded me of you. Okay, so at one point when Alice kind of spills the beans about Tina and Brenda hooking up on the first date, Alice says, yeah, and she talks dirty in bed. But to me, it sounded like Alice said she's custardy in bed. <laughs> The first time I saw that, I'm like, she's custardy in bed. Does that mean Bringing like she's custard. smooth and creamy? You just brought up custard on the chart. Alice said it. It sounds just like she said she's custardy in bed. And I'm like, is this some sort of L.A. slang that I am not familiar with? What did with? she say? But custardy in bed sounds like it would be a good thing. I don't like the th like I don't like comparing creamy. custard to a human. Smooth and creamy. That's what custard is. That's perverted. Well, I I mean, I didn't make this up. I misheard. No, you did make it up. You don't know what she actually did say? She said she talks dirty in bed. Oh, okay. Talks dirty, custardy. Then we go on to the blog slash podcast drama that is Max's podcast slash blog. This part was so true. I actually felt bad for him because that's how people are. What do you mean? He wrote a blog. If you don't like it, don't read it. But instead, <laughs> you got to leave all these shitty comments like, you don't belong here. This is for lesbians. I don't care what your girlfriend does with your boobs. Blah, blah. It's like, why? There's how many blogs do you think there are? At least 20 or 30. Read a different blog. Why you got to be shitty? At least 20 or 30. <laughs> why you got to be shitty? Well, what's funny is I was just this morning reading our myspace and some chick wrote something on there like you guys should do a chart about blah 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 today and then she goes but you won't because you're too lazy Shut i know up. you won't yeah you can look at it right now and i and i post I actually post the comment back to her like a bitchy comment then i erased it because i was like whatever she can say whatever she wants but i'm like she put this effort in to bitch about our laziness you have no fucking idea what's involved in this girl <laughs> God, we've been doing two a week while oh I'm God. busy saving the world with my real job. That's my beer, you queer. Give me that. There's more beer in the fridge. Sorry. But don't go because you're tethered here. Now you can have some of mine. Anyway, yeah, I don't get that. Okay, if you don't like the blog, how it is, or whatever, the podcast, move along. There's a whole sea of podcasts and blogs out there. And I also don't get, and I don't think this is just on the show, like, I know that this is realistic, that the lesbians would be all shitty to him for being trans, and like, you don't belong here, get out of our space. And I don't know, that just irks me, because it's like... People are like that about boys on the forum. I know, but it's different, like, we're all 
queers. Can't we just be a big happy queer family? No, we can't. I'm just taking the other side. I don't know why we can't. So they kind of start to talk about it, and then Alice is interrupted by the Nazis. I mean the army, the U.S. Army. Same thing, whatever. And take note, when she's interrupted by the Nazis, she's talking on her iPhone. Dot, 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 to be continued. We will discuss this further later in the podcast. So they come up, they totally invade her space, and they're total dickwads. They're seeking, what, proof of gayness? In her home. Weird. Do you think people could tell by coming into your home that you're gay? I think they take one look at Lewis with his funny little haircut. <laughs> no, sir. And they're like, that is a homosexual person's dog. <laughs> it's not like he's wearing a bow tie, aside from the dog, which that's silly. Well, it's not as gay as Alice's apartment, but there's some clues, yeah. Um, the refrigerator. Yes, <laughs> the there's a lot of naked chicks on the refrigerator. And HRC It's stickers. like pictures of our baby nieces and naked <laughs> chicks right next to Oh my God, I never noticed that. We should probably change that. It's so natural to us that we don't realize that might be slightly <laughs> inappropriate. But there's a moose too, so it's okay. I think you can tell, if you knew that two women lived here and like the type of technology that exists in our home, because it's like shit that a guy would normally buy. You mean like? Like a single girl doesn't buy certain electronics, electronics, yeah. usually. Plus, when you walk into the house, it smells nice and it's clean, so you know no guys live here. What are we talking about? Okay, what are we talking about? Okay, right. <laughs> well, it's weird because Alice is, all of a sudden, she's like, oh my god, i got to de-gayify the room, mm-hmm. which is such like a sophomore year of college thing. Like, your parents are coming to the dorm and like, I know so <laughs> many people. Have you ever done this? No, I never had to. I mean, I was never like the rainbow flag warrior princess or whatever. <laughs> I know, but I know some, so many of you listening to this right now, like your parents come over to your apartment or your dorm room and you like hide your L word DVDs, put your magazines away and you de-gayify the room. That is a very common you have, like, thing. The James Bond wall bookcase. It's like yeah. all gay stuff, and then you push a button, and it, it's a set of encyclopedias. dildos and stuff. <laughs> and sadly, she erases the chart. That was horrible. In her cute glasses and greasy hair. Well, like, the chart itself was kind of the first idea from what I can understand from interviews and stuff. That was kind of like the little the idea. Core that turned into the L word. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole show is the chart. I I could not believe she was erasing it. That was really fucked up. I know that's been like her hallway and that huge grease board. That's her whole identity. And now half of it's gone. I really felt a little stab in my heart when she did that. Then we move to Beth's office where she's being interrogated by one of her students, which is obviously fake. What do you mean? Lonnie. Lonnie the hot artist. You know she's an art student because she has greasy hair. That's the signifier. She's spicy. I liked her. She looks like the kind of girl that would have a tribal tattoo on her lower back. (laughs) All art students do. If you walk past... (laughs) 
if you're walking through any art building in, at, on a university, it's like a staple. There's a long table with stools like lined up and then there's usually a bunch of chicks and dudes, but mostly chicks sitting there and they're all leaning over doing their artwork. They all have the lower back tattoo. Every single one of them. It's so The black funny. ones, the white ones, the Asian <laughs> ones, they all... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I think that was set up. That's what people did in college. Obviously, the more controversial the art is, the more attention it gets, and that's what you want as an artist. So I think that that girl came in upset because she wants her friend to get recognition and like for something to be stirred up. I don't think so at all. I think that it was some dumbass guy that couldn't come up with any original ideas, and so he tried to just shock people and pretend that that's artistic in and of itself. It was a sculpture of a gun. But he treated it like it was a real gun, and they didn't know the difference, and that could be scary. That's why it's art. That's not art. That's dumb. If it were a bow and arrow carved out of stone, that would be good. That's not scary. That's just stupid. (laughs) Regardless, the topic was controversial art, and then she kind of scolds Jody a little bit when she comes in. Jody was dressed really weird, but she actually looked pretty hot. She had good hair. Her face looked normal. Normal? sometimes her face looks a little... <laughs> Abnormal? I don't know. I think it must be like how they do her makeup or something. I don't know. But Jody actually looked pretty good. <laughs> it's not her makeup. Her She's hair was not looking girl. <laughs> the, the overall sense of this is there's friction between Bet and Jody. Bet's selling out. Jody's standing up for what she believes in, but at the same time, like, there's this middle ground that has not been reached. And then they have a kiss, and it's completely empty and passionless, in my opinion, and it doesn't look hot at all. I agree. That's the yin. Later, we'll see the yang. Okay, do you remember that movie, American History X? Why does this movie come up? I'm going to make a connection. Remember in the movie, American History X, anal rape cures racism? (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, I don't remember that. That was the thesis of that movie. And then Wait, there's a correlation. You can't just make the- <laughs> a statement like that and be like, and Look, then, the guys are, a skinhead, and then someone does him in the butt, and suddenly he's not racist anymore. And his brother's racist, and then he just tells his brother that he got fucked in the butt. And then his brother's not racist anymore. Butt fucking is the cure for racism. And the like parallel really retarded. Okay, the go. parallel is that showing up on someone's porch and dropping the f bomb is the cure for homophobia. What? Beach is a total homophobic dickwad. Oh, then all of a sudden Tasha says the f word a couple times, and he's having tea with Alice. Like you're a lucky gal. She's <laughs> smart and pretty. Okay, okay, I get your point here, but that's why they brought up the whole topic of his wife. Which is completely true, but he really did seem to turn into a completely different person. It's stupid. That's how it is sometimes. Sometimes people just have no clue. He's never, maybe he's never encountered this before. Maybe he thought she was going to be with some huge bull dyke and that would have thrown him off. The fact that Alice is purdy (laughs) solved this whole crisis, apparently. And she knows how to make a decent cup of tea or something. She learned that from Helena. I think that um, sex. (laughs) (laughs) I think that tomorrow we should just go up and down the street, stand on everyone's porch, (laughs) and say fuck. Well, no, her whole deal was she went over there pissed off, and then there was a very obvious parallel between what was happening at that moment and what had just happened to Alice. And I think it clicked in the guy's puny little army brain. 
Do you think it's completely unrealistic? I just wish it were that easy in real life. Well, yeah. I mean, they've only got 45 minutes. They can't show this whole progression of this guy's homophobia. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> coming saying, around. I don't think in real life his homophobia would be unaltered. Not necessarily. Know, I mean, no, everyone right, does not remain unchanged. We've known some people that came around. I've known a lot of people who have, yes, at least come halfway, which was a lot for them. Yeah, I can see your point. They didn't have a lot of time to dwell on it. So if you're thinking about coming out to your parents, <laughs> I'm not 100% sure that saying the F word is going to make a difference. Before he came over to their house, they showed Alice and Tasha in bed again. This is like the staple scene. I don't know if you've noticed, but it's like they're naked in bed, which is like the whole beginning, in the beginning of a relationship, like the first year, that's all. You don't even know what kind of clothes the, the person wears. Because <laughs> you're just always naked in bed. That's like <laughs> your pastime. It's your job. It's your hobby. I know like falling in love causes more missed classes and six days fashion from work. sense. <laughs> you forget what's in style by the time you start wearing clothes again. <laughs> They're so freaking adorable together. They really are. Uh, and so she... <laughs> So Alice knows how to get to her girlfriend. I didn't, cl this didn't click with me for so long with girls. <laughs> they want something from you. If you were just in the kitchen, drinking your coffee, eating a bagel, and they're like, hey, you want to go to that party? You know, the one I told you about, the secret agent Hollywood party? And you're like, no, I told you, I can't go to that. But if you're naked in bed and using your cute voice, she totally got Tasha to go to the party with her. I'm saying that Alice You're not is, getting a big screen TV no matter what you do. They don't call them big screen TVs anymore. <laughs> you're Would not you getting an HD get with TV. It. <laughs> I don't care how naked you are. You're not getting the fucking... Now I'm sad. Why are you bringing me down? Look, honey, insemination is expensive. And then comes one of my favorite scenes. I think it's my favorite scene of the whole show. Me too. What? Well, second favorite, obviously. Obviously. We'll have to talk about this later. Jenny's getting dressed and Shane's lounging on the bed looking freaking adorable with her nipple just showing through. <laughs> so cute. Some people are like, oh, I don't know why Shane is. I don't know why I'm using that voice. Some people are sending us emails like, why is Shane friends with Jenny? I don't get it. I totally get it. They're going to have sex this season. They're not going to have They're sex. They're going to have sex this season They're because buddies. I need for them to have sex this season. <laughs> They're not going to have sex. They this need season. to have sex right now. They're friends. Their friendship totally makes sense. They're gay friends. That's who has sex with each other. Maybe in season six. No. They need to do it. This season. Well, Jenny's going to have a mouthful of Nikki Stevens pretty soon, so I don't see it happening. What do you think of this pen? I don't like it. <laughs> you totally forgot. Oh. <laughs> what do you think of this dress? Oh, I think it's beautiful. I don't like it. Everything she says, I just adore her so much. <laughs> she spits on her own floor. <laughs> the look that Shane gave her was just like, uh, okay, crazy pants. And then she was like, I love you. Shane is in love with Jenny. She doesn't know it yet, but she is. Later, they have nothing in common. They have boobies wanting to be rubbed up against each other in common. All boobs want that. <laughs> Not all boobs. Not all boobs want Not that. Not prison shower boobs. And Jenny has <clears throat> to end up with someone who reads books. Shane is not a big reader. She's more of a PSP kind of person. <laughs> that was a Game Boy. <laughs> Whatever. 
At one point, Jenny tells her to stop leering. And then she grabs her beep and I shakes love that. it. Shakes like, oh, it you at her. See this? Let me j- that shakes oh. shakes it at her at us the audience. Yeah, rewind play. Rewind play. <laughs> rewind play. Rewind play. Screensaver. Cell phone background picture. Picture above the fireplace. <laughs> I love you. God, I'm so in love with her. She's such a fucking nut. Jeez! Remember when you used to be crazy like that? You used to be crazy. I never shook my boobs at people. Oh, yes, you have. Don't okay, even. I don't spit on my own floor. <laughs> just like, and they're just so used to it. Shane just watches the gum fall from her mouth <laughs> to the floor. And she's like, huh. okay, anyway, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, what is it about the lesbian psyche that even understands on any level the character that is Jenny Schechter? Because if she were in my parents' house acting like that, that wouldn't your fly. Parents well, house. I'm just trying to think of like the most normal people, like your parents. Your parents are not normal. <laughs> well, they wouldn't put up with Jenny Schechter. My mom would throw her out of the house if she spit her nicorette. Well, there's no grown-ups there. It's just Shane, Max, and Jenny. And <laughs> They're grown-ups? What do you think they are? They're adults. Whatever. If there gets to be too much gum on the floor, they'll just move. <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah. Don't, don't put that on the windows. It goes up the windows. Then we go to Bubba's gun shop where Kit is buying a ginormous Clint Eastwood style gun. What is that up is with a, that fucking that gun? That is really a make my day kind of gun. That gun must weigh like 15 pounds. They are really bringing Pam Greer back to her comfort zone. <laughs> Why do you think this scene existed in the show? I mean, it's interesting what's going on with Kit. I don't know. There's this whole obvious thing of women empowerment, blah, blah, blah. That's not it. They do not introduce a gun like that onto a show unless something fucked up is going to happen with the gun. Something fucked up is going to happen. And I think it might loop back around to your suicide theory. Who did I say was going to commit suicide? Tasha? Yes, but she's obviously not. But someone might. And I'm hoping, I mean, I think it might be Max. He's going to shoot his tits off. He's going to shoot the blog. <laughs> He's going to shoot Jenny's laptop. I don't know who's going to no, shoot Max what. Max is not going to kill him. I don't know who. I don't. Ma- I'm not saying he is. I don't know what's going to happen, but something is going to happen. Shane and Jenny are going to sleep. Finally, predictions. They sound crazy, but they're true. Shane and Jenny are going to sleep together, and something fucked up is going to happen with the gun. Uh, yeah, I think something shitty is going to happen with the gun. Hopefully Somebody's Angie gonna die. isn't at her aunt's house and finds gun or some dumb shit like that. That Somebody's would be weird. Somebody's gonna die. Somebody's gonna die. It's gonna be like the last two shows. That'd be pretty cool, actually. If somebody died? Yes. It could be like such a cliffhanger that you don't know who died. Oh, fuck. That's just mean. When we're talking about Max and how he's kind of sad right now or whatever. Not really sad, but he's just a little left out. He's not dancing like he's sad. <laughs> He's a smooth operator. He's got some nice moves. All within like a one inch circumference of his body. (laughs) Really, I think all Max needs is to get some different friends. That's his whole problem. He has one new friend. Yeah, and she's great. Tom and Grace. Yeah, they're fine. Max needs his own friends and stop hanging out with the chart people because they're all fucking crazy. (laughs) And they're shitty to him for no reason. Like, Billy was nice to him. When Max makes his own friends, they treat him well. Why does he keep hanging out with the L-word 
Because they all go to the planet and they all go to the club opening together. I mean, you see the same people everywhere you go. You know how it is. You don't just drop people. I think Max should. I'd let Alice treat me like shit any day of the week. All right, you have a point. So are you ready for She-Bar? Yes, but before we actually get to She-Bar, we see Bet driving her Lexus. She dumped the sob from last season and now she has a Lexus. A much better choice, in my opinion. Better color, anyway. So then we go to some line picking, which is really, really stupid because... Line picking? They're standing in line and waiting to be picked to go in. Why is that stupid? I just thought it was very inaccurate. Why? Well, first of all, when they did get inside of the place, it was like half empty and there wasn't that big of a line outside. And why would they let Bet in over some of the other people who she was standing around? Whatever. Bet was looking hot. No, Bet looks gorgeous. No, but she, her hair was really nice. She looked great. But it's a nightclub opening. You don't let the 50-year-old in first. Oh, mean. Hey, I can relate to Bet more than I can relate to the hotties that I would have picked first. I'm just saying. Uh, well, maybe they could see that her clothes and jewelry were really expensive. <laughs> I'm just guessing here. First person we see inside of She-Bar, the la- if you're going to open the, quote, hottest nightclub for lesbians in Los Angeles, you're not going to call it She-Bar. That was a little weak, I thought. A little. It was like, it was terrible. I mean, what about Milk or Ruby Fruit Jungle? Those have already been done, but I know, yeah, but they're I'm more saying, inventive. Like, what about Teat? V? Teat. Teat. <laughs> Teat. <laughs> they should have named it Teat for sure. They could call it anything but she-bar. It sounds like rebar, and that sounds like... Or o-bar, which is sacky. Or q-bar, which has good duck taquitos. (laughs) You want to be able to say, where are you guys going tonight? Oh, we're going to she-bar. No, I'm not hanging out with you, loser. (laughs) She-bar. 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 I don't like it. I don't like it at all. They need a marketing team there. First person we see inside of She-bar is Grace. Look at that. She is rocking the spangled A cup. <laughs> she is the hottest. I can't believe you just said Small-breasted. That. She is so. I think it was a B. I love Grace. And she's, she's so sexy. adorable. She's got to have a flaw somewhere. And if I were in the same room with her, I would try to find it. With my tongue. Then we see Max dancing. I guess you might call that dancing or trying not to dance while dancing. <laughs> I found with it Tom. really cute and endearing the way he dances. I don't think I could do that faking it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll, I'm going to be honest with you right now. Honest? <laughs> yeah. Be honest. I'm going to be Helka. honest with you right now. That's probably better than I dance. No, it isn't. I've seen you dance. You dance fine. You're just self conscious. He looked a little self-conscious, too. He looked it? like a junior high school boy with his shoelaces tied together. At the homecoming dance. But, okay, <laughs> despite his strange dance moves, they are really cute together. Yeah, they look fine together. They look like they'd be going to a computer club together, not fucking. Then we're introduced to the lovely couple of Dawn and Cindy. I think their names tell you what kind of people <laughs> they might end up being. Dawn and Cindy. No, it's Dawn and Lover Cindy. This is my lover. And then Shane's like, oh, hello, Lover Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> she knows that's bullshit. So what did you think of Dawn? Which one's Dawn? The brunette. I didn't think anything of her. She seemed like somebody who I would see at the supermarket. Did you think she was pretty? Not in the face. Did you think she looks like anybody else? 
slightly. Who do you think she looks like? I can't remember the actress's name. From being John Malkovich. Kathy Keener. Yeah. Do you know who the actress is that plays Dawn? Elizabeth Keener. Really? It's her little sister. Oh, well, now I love her. I know. She's like the younger... Oh, Otter, wow. But less bitchy and therefore less sexy <gasps> version. Does this maybe mean that I have a chance with Catherine Keener? How could that possibly mean that? I don't know. The world <laughs> acts in <laughs> mysterious it. ways sometimes. Her little sister plays a gay on TV. And <laughs> you have a chance I know that? I can get a date now. <laughs> I love Catherine Keener. That's weird because Everybody I didn't does. really care for. Every lesbian ever in the whole world loves Kathy Keener. Really? Sure. I've declared. Shit. Okay. I don't know. Isn't that weird? That's weird that you said, who does she look like? And I didn't even think about it until that second. But I didn't care for her character. She had a hot bod. And her girlfriend? I think the girlfriend is, in real life, is like a soap opera actress, but I don't remember her name. How'd you find out about that? Just on the forum, people were gossiping. You're not supposed to be reading ahead. I could just help like myself. those annoying students. Dawn and Cindy say something like, LA's never seen anything like this before. Have they just dropped down off of the plane in LA today? <laughs> LA's full of places like that. Terrible lighting, terrible music. <laughs> over music wasn't that bad. It was too quiet, I thought. But I guess that's so that we could hear other people talking. Oh, whatever. If I walked in that place, I'd walk around and walk around. <laughs> Well, there just there was a lot of pink rose petal theme, and that's I don't know. Pink rose petals remind me of grandma. In any case, the play, I think thumbs down on that place. Personally, the name well, sucks. The atmosphere sucks. The music wasn't all that. I think most of the Elwood girls would agree with you. They they seemed like they thought it was just okay. Oh, like the characters. Yeah, I did notice though. Like not only was Grace looking hot with a W. But all the girls looked really good. Like, Brenda had on a cool necklace. Bet had good hair. Brenda is a hottie. Tina looked good. Bet, yeah, you're right. They all looked Tina good. Tina was wearing some kind of dress with, I couldn't tell if it was gold or silver sequins. And many, many women on this planet, even hot women, cannot wear a sequin dress and get away with it. You have a dress like that. Don't tell them that. Okay. Tina looked good in sequins. I couldn't believe it. Tina looked awesome. That's because she was about to get... Tina looked awesome. Bet looked panicked (laughs) when Tina brought her girlfriend up and introduced. Did you notice the panicked look on her face? She did have a really weird out-of-sorts expression. (laughs) And just as the owners are walking past Shane, she says, It's like South Beach threw up in here. And the girl seriously walked right next to her. And she's like, Hi! Is your name Shane? <laughs> I do that all the time. Yes, you do. You say something really embarrassing right next to the person. Who you... <laughs> I have a knack for being inappropriate at the wrong time. I couldn't tell if they were trying to really get us to believe that this was like the hot new club in the city or if they knew that it was kind of lame and we're like, they're saying it's the hot new club in the city with the most exclusive VIP lounge. And we're just like, whatever. Did everybody feel that way? Is it just me? It was all right. Yeah, but I'm saying like... I don't think it was supposed to be the super hottest bar ever. I think it was supposed to be just all right. Okay. In contrast, though, to all the good-looking girls that are having fun at 
she bar the closet party as one might expect looks fucking boring well they're closeted does that mean they can't listen to good music and dance around (laughs) it had like a weird late 50s early 60s vibe going on that could be fun for about a half an hour and then you'd just be like i need to get in my car and play loud music and get the hell out of here yes so what do you think is going to come of this I couldn't believe Alice with her, okay, remember that dot, dot, dot to be continued and resume. <laughs> the iPhone. Flip phone. What? I don't know. She had an iPhone in her hallway. Clearly, it was supposed to be her phone. Yeah. She called Max on it. She doesn't have Max's number memorized, so that <laughs> had to be her phone. <laughs> At the party, she had just a regular old phone, like a flip phone. Yeah. I don't know. What's the deal with that? Was it Tasha's phone? And then maybe Tasha's going to have this picture of gay men on her phone. And then she's going to be like, Ha ha! You have a picture of gay men on your phone! You homosexual! I don't know. I thought that was really weird. Maybe Alice has a collection of vintage cellular telephones. (laughs) I don't know what that was all about. Do you think it was just a glitch in the editing? Like, they know what phones these girls have. They make a big deal out of how they always have like the coolest phone every season. It's really weird. But beyond the continuity issue of the different phones is what she actually did with the phone, which is take a picture of this closeted guy. She's going through this whole ordeal with Tasha about keep everything quiet. I don't want anybody to find out because it's going to ruin my life. I know you don't understand, but in order to maintain my career, I need to stay closeted and it sucks but like she should be have some sort of understanding of this whole process and it's the exact same thing with this professional athlete if he's outed he's fucked he's a professional basketball player that video is going to be on tmz this weekend (laughs) (laughs) and they made a huge deal about like there's security there you have to sign a waiver or something there's code names i'm a friend of mary let me in that was really really wrong i couldn't believe that alice would do that it was that's so shitty. Well, I don't want to be mad do? at Alice. What's she going to do with it? Is she going to put it on She's the podcast? put it on our chart? Because the guy said he knew who she was because he's like, oh, you're very entertaining with those whatchamacallits <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> That's really wrong. And who knew Alice was such a star fucker? Everybody. What do you mean? All right, maybe. But everybody's I'm, a star fucker. I'm very disappointed in you, Miss Pizeki. <laughs> At first, when she was staring at the basketball player, I thought she was having, like, a bisexual moment. Yeah, I know. Then I realized she was just starstruck. She was, like, entertainment tonight struck. She's like, I'm going to get paid struck. (laughs) I don't know. All right, back to She-Bar, where Nikki Stevens has obviously been told to go there by Adele. And hit on Jenny, who looks adorable in her little hanging orb. (laughs) I want to be in an orb with Jenny. Nikki is obviously 100% heterosexual. Huh? She is straight. Nikki Stevens is totally playing Jenny. No. She is not a lesbian at all. This is exactly what she's complaining about. She's acting. I don't know. I think they're going to have a fling. And Shane's going to get mad. Because when she saw Nikki Stevens, Shane goes... Who the fuck is that? And she had like an angry look on her face. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Rewind it and watch it. 
Wow. Shane is, I'm telling you, she doesn't even know it yet, but they're going to be into each other and it's going to be hilarious and awesome and then it's going to all fizzle out. I would like to see it, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to happen on this season of the Elves. <laughs> Whatever. I think Nikki is going to sleep with Jenny, but I think she's totally straight and she has a boyfriend. Ew. I mean, it's so obvious that she's acting. She starts to cry because she's too pretty. <laughs> no, she starts Nikki to cry. Stevens. She starts to cry because people mistake her as being straight all the time. Because she is closeted <laughs> and heterosexual at the same well, time. Well, if that were the case, why would she bother kissing up to Jenny? She already she's simultaneously kissing up to Jenny and at the same time telling her she already knows she has the role. Well, why would she do work that? With her. She wants the director to like her because she doesn't can, have to act gay. She thinks that'll work and it worked. But Jenny said, "I don't give a fuck if you're gay or not." Well, Jenny says a lot of things. Yes. That doesn't necessarily yes, mean they're she true. Does. And that's when we see Adele spying on them. That was weird. <gasps> that's where the gun's going to come in. Oh, yeah. What? Adele's going to shoot Jenny. She might. You know that how people get awesome. infatuated? <laughs> like um, Selena. Monica Sellis. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. That's when the gun's going to come in, maybe. Maybe. I can't get over Nikki. I still am obsessed with Nikki crying because she's too pretty. I can't get past that. It's so... <laughs> She's like, I know what I look like. <laughs> I know that men look at me. Oh, it's terrible. Well, it is terrible. How do you feel when a man hits on you? You're... I don't know. It's never happened. Ever. Oh, my God. It's icky. I'm not going to cry if someone thinks I'm pretty. Okay? I'm not going to cry about it. Shane has another threesome. Yawn. It's hard to get excited over Shane having a threesome because how many has she had by now? <laughs> the fifth season shane's had dozens of threesomes plus they could have at least given her a threesome with like i don't know jenny and jenny's clone something that's exciting it was all right but yeah it wasn't it wasn't hot i was just like whatever shane's having a threesome again you're right and then she says she doesn't like drama shane who's like best friends with jenny <laughs> doesn't like drama she sees them they start to make out she knows what's going to happen. She's been through this a dozen times in a dozen weeks. She looks bored before it even starts. She rolls her eyes. And then she just like hesitates and she's just literally, she looks like she's just waiting for one of them to hold their hand out. She knows what's coming. Uh-huh. She doesn't look excited at all. I know. It was weird. So I don't get it. What was the point of that scene then? Well, I think next the, week's drama. I think the payoff is next week. I think that there's <laughs> going to be more Shane drama. I love it. She cannot help it. She's a drama magnet. Then Jody and Kit leave together, which translates into Bet is there alone. Oh, this on is on her own. I can't believe it happened so soon. It's like I knew it was going to happen. I've been waiting for it to happen, but I was still like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it's happening." So Bet enters the chill out bar where nobody else is in this hot club. <laughs> There's never anybody else in there. And Tina's there, alone, in her glittery gown. Looking hot. They both looked yeah. good. Uh-huh. Then they have a little chit-chat. About nothing. Well, not about nothing, because Tina says, like, you're so lucky you have Jody." And she looks kind of sad, because she's like, I want you. I can't have you. Boo-hoo. And she begins to walk away. Bet grabs her by the wrist, pulls her back. 
And then they have a hot kiss in contrast to Bet's kiss with Jody earlier, which was like, but <laughs> the way that Bet grabbed her and just kissed her like that made me think that Bet has known all along that Tina still wants her. What do you mean? She knows what's going on. I thought she did it out of desperation. What do you mean? I mean, it's as simple as she wants her back. She likes that life better. That's why they were talking about like this whole bar thing. I'm over it. I don't think Bet does want Tina back. I think she just can't help it because they have this chemistry. Well, I can't wait to see the cat fight between Tina and Jody. <laughs> I don't know. I think Jody will be like, fine, you take her. She was getting on my nerves. Well, then what's going to happen to Jody? They're not going to keep going with that character. Maybe this might be her last season. I don't know. I mean, Maybe she's going to get kicked out for the soapstone gum. Gum. <laughs> that Jenny I carved a used out. piece of gum out of soapstone. <laughs> Here, try it. The soapstone gun. Maybe that's going to be her exit point. No, that's... that's. No. Well, why did they bring it up? They're just having like a gun theme going on. I don't know what's going to happen with that. But okay, a kiss. A super hot, awesome, highly anticipated kiss between Bet and Tina that I'm so happy about. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, so yeah, the kiss. The you kiss. really are happy about it. I know. I was like, yay. It made me feel like we're home again. I know. <laughs> but... That doesn't mean that they're back together. No. It just means they kissed at a bar. It means dyke drama is what it means. Well, yeah. That's what always happens when that happens. Hooking okay. up with your ex. That's happened to you, right? Everybody at okay. some point has hooked up with their ex. So how does what happens later? Mm -hmm. No, let's not talk about these fictional characters. I'm talking about in real life. Do you know anybody who was together, broke up, got back together again, and it worked? Only people that broke up for like an hour. <laughs> yes. I, I know I know a couple of different people whose parents got divorced and then later they got married again and stayed together. That's fucking weird. Okay. That doesn't mean they were happy. It just means they stayed together. Maybe it's just going to be one of those torturesome romances. They want each other. They need each other so bad, but they can't stand to live together. No, I don't want it. I want them to be happy together. I need a happy lesbian couple long term with the kid and the house and the pool. <laughs> I need it. I need to see it. All they need is a Wheaton Terrier in their lives that it'll be complete. <laughs> Obviously, it was more than just a drunken kiss. Bet wept. Yes, she did. She's a passionate woman. And Tina just, instead of addressing it verbally, she just embraced her and kissed her little head. This was a great episode. This we is a great season so far. I'm very, very happy that they have taken our suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, let's do the booby count. So on this show, the boobs we saw were Alice, Tasha. Three different waitresses or janitors or whatever three? they were in the planet. I thought there were only two. There were three. Jenny, one. One. <laughs> um, the owner and the owner's girlfriend of Shabar. Yeah, and then we saw Shane's nipple also through her t-shirt. That doesn't count. It has to be boob to air, air to boob, boob to mouth. Okay. The total is 15 boobies on this episode. They're really trying to give us what we want. Us, collectively, the fans of the L word. <laughs> because there have been a lot of humorous moments. There have been a lot of naked ladies. It's lighthearted. Oh, what, I forgot to say this earlier, but for sure Poppy is gone. Because that character would never miss the opening of the new lesbian bar. Seriously, I was thinking like, okay, that, that means Poppy really did. That's I don't know why she's gone. Because yeah, there's no way that that character would have missed it. That's really interesting. They never even mentioned her. It is very strange. I don't get it. 
But rumor is is that Rachel Shelley isn't gone. Her name is still in the opening credits. Ooh, I hope. I waited for them. I was like, here it comes. Is it going to be there or not? Well, you know, I was going to say that we do tend to complain a tiny little bit about this season. Betty. Well, hello. But I have to say that usually when Elizabeth Ziff writes the episode, I end up liking it. Yeah. In yeah. spite of myself. We're cool with them as a band. We're cool with them as a writer. As long as they aren't consistently on the L word as a band. It's like annoying. Yeah. So I got to give her credit. Yeah, it was good. It was a very so good episode. Maybe my favorite episode so far. Scenes from next week. The Bet and Tina wedding. <laughs> Angie could be the flower girl. The only thing I can remember is Jenny looking at Nikki and saying, that looks pretty. (laughs) And I just wanted to squeeze her. For some reason, they must be having like a silly dance party. Oh, my God. (laughs) It looks like it's at Jenny, Max, and Shane's house. It looks like a party that we would have gone to in college. Like, why are they having this Michael Jackson dance party it's awesome i know it is like a party we would have they're playing the jackson five (laughs) tina's got her dance face i'm not a big fan of michael jackson but i love the jackson five (laughs) tina was making a dancing face (laughs) tina's dance dance face like intense dance (laughs) silliness and then max got like the thumbs going alternately in the air like yes like elaine bennis (laughs) The dancing at that party looks great. And then the nightclub owners bust in on the party in <laughs> Shane's house and make a mad announcement. I think that they all went to the Ellen DeGeneres School of Dance for this one. Yeah, it's cute. I think that's like the way that lesbians dance now. Looks like Shane's getting that drama that she secretly craves. Next week looks like it'll be a good one too. Thumbs up this season, big time. Max's thumbs up waving in the air like you just don't care (laughs) if you have any questions or comments complaints criticisms exclamations no i don't want complaints that makes me sad okay if you have any questions comments or queries explanations anything at all feedback feel free to email us at theplanetcast at gmail.com Or if you'd like to become a part of the chart, you can call our listener hotline at 206-203-ELKA. That's 3552 for you international listeners. And the country code for the United States is 1. Or maybe 01. I'm not quite sure. (laughs) But there's a 1 involved. It might be 100. It might be 1,000. It might be (laughs) 0.051. There's a 1. I'm sure of it. I think it's pi. (laughs) Is that all? That's it, baby. Adios, amigas. Nipple cupcakes. Do you have a Valentine this year, Casey? I don't have a white one. <laughs> I know, I'm just teasing you. No. If you want to participate in this year's Valentine's Day chart, you better send us your messages. Send us your V-Day. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you have to introduce it. Like, once again this year, we're going to be doing a special episode of the chart for Valentine's Day. It's time to send your messages for this year's edition of the Valentine's Day chart. Send your love letters, messages, anti-Valentine's poems, songs. Limericks. Limericks? (laughs) They might be Irish. (laughs) You can write a Valentine to a character or an actress from the L Word. Or your washing machine. Natalie Portman. 
Nico's washing machine just dumped her, so don't mention that. It's a sensitive subject. She should send a Valentine to it. Your bike. Just remember, keep it short and get it to get us by February 9th, if you can, which is the you Saturday before. Cupcake, can please? you shut the freak up? I am not going to be your Valentine. Please. Okay, I'll be your Valentine. Here. I didn't. What are you talking about? We are not having you as a special guest today. Run along. Go. Go. She's staring you down. You looked away first. Now she thinks she's in charge. Well, she kind of is. Yes, we will yang, 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 A jerk? I found out what that was all about, the gooing up of the windows. What are you talking about? That movie with the tape on the windows, JFK. What you, what's your problem with it? Never mind. What? Do you know why they do that? So that the windows don't break, or if they break, they don't shatter. Okay, I didn't know. Oh, because you didn't grow up in the hurricane place. The hurricane place? What, Kansas? Okay. <laughs> That's tornadoes. <sighs> oh, I don't know what the difference is even. <laughs> what are you talking about? Peas and carrots? Nobody thinks it's funny but you because you're just a mean, obnoxious little... Oh, it's a good thing you're so cute.